Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. And we're, man, we are working around here like one-armed paper hangers, uh, maybe even working like one-legged putters. That's how much we've been working lately. Last week, we brought you two podcasts, not one, two, and we're back at it again. And today, and- we're bringing you one long sentence. <laughs> That's right. That was a long sentence. You're just going to keep talking for yeah. a full straight podcast. And, right. Until I run out of breath, basically. Um, but there's a very important topic. You sound uh, weird to right now. Are you not talking into your mic? Like, what's what going mean? on? Like, just what, what am I not I doing? Know. I'm just I, I okay. wanted to just throw a wrench in this episode. I don't know. It just got it, at least your lighting is good this week. Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You look. <laughs> it's true. You look you look old. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, I just took a shower after playing golf today, so I feel refreshed. Now we have Yeti. Yeti's sick, so he's like, like I got two Greg Cody's now. Every time Yeti laughs, he he coughs now. It's like, this is yeah. going to be a rough one, I think. I am doing my best Greg Cody imitation today. Oh, and now... <laughs> and we don't even hear you. <laughs> Hang on. I muted myself to cough for a second. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. Listen, uh, I have to bring something up that's very serious in my life right now, and it's the controversial subject of friends who are lip kissers and i have several of them in my wow. life yeah it's several several i could name I, i'm not going to name names no i need names no you know they know who they are but we don't uh they're all females they're all females obviously that it'd be weird if you and tom jordan kissed on the lips every time you hung out <laughs> okay well you know he's welcome to make the first move see how i respond uh, yeah. i'm open to anything you know me but uh uh, apparently, we you know we visited friends in Fort Myers Beach the other day. I'll say it. Her name is Molly. She's a lip yeah. kisser, and um, you know we lip kiss and then a hug. It's a short lip kiss, obviously, just a right. peck on the lips. Does mom know that you guys lip kiss? Yeah, she's there. Does she lip kiss okay. mom or Erlene? Right. I don't think so. That I don't think so. is odd. Yeah. See, I I was gonna say other pair because like a, a bunch of mom's friends are big. When I go in for the hug on them, I get this like it's like a cheek kiss, but a lot of times it's like really close to the mouth. Like Gigi, yeah. Mary Benson, and we're just gonna right. name names are, okay. are in those categories. Like they every time I, I go in, so that's why I thought you were gonna say, but uh, I guess you're just lip kissing everybody. What if you're the lip kisser? You're putting this all on them individually. There's one yeah. common thread here in all this lip kissing. That's great. Code. I don't, I don't go straight forward for the lip. I am perfectly fine with a hug it seems like your door is wide open waiting for it <laughs> no i'm the kind of guy who goes in like this for a hug with the cheek turned i turned the other cheek just like in the bible i want to call mom right now i want to know what she thinks of all this lip kissing you should actually she's uh i think she's on her way to a happy hour so you may catch her uh, with a party hat on but why don't you give her a call that that would be interesting to hear because 
she and I have never really discussed this, but yeah, while, while he does that, see Jane's family, her mom, her grandma was straight from England. And so they are all lip kissers. Um, yeah. like, like it's just a thing, you know, guys, uh, guys, you know, will kiss other dudes on the lips. Uh, sure. the, the women will kiss other ways. It's just a quick kiss on the lips. It's nothing, you know, romantic or anything like that. It's just, right. it's just their greeting. It's a standard greeting. So my mother-in-law will occasionally kiss on the cheek. She's never kissed me on the lips, but occasionally on the cheek, but one sister-in-law does most of the time as well. Right. Um, but the rest of my sister-in-laws are just huggers. I mean, Brady famously kissed his like 12 year old kid on the lips. <laughs> right. So it, it seems to be something that great people do. So you're in good company at least. Right. Yeah. By the way, <clears throat> it's less uh, sexual when you say, kiss on the lips. If you say kiss on the mouth, even though you mean the same thing, it implies more. It implies something that's not there. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. Now, when my mother, when my mother was alive, God rest her soul, she would be a lip kisser. Is that weird for a mother to kiss her son on the lips, her grown son? Not at all. It wasn't, it, we didn't do it in our family. We weren't kissers at all in our family, but, but I don't think it's not weird at all. Some people are judges about that. I'm glad that you're not a judger about that because I, I my daughter's four years old and I give I give my daughter kiss like she gives me a kiss like before school and stuff sure. like and and obviously I assume that will stop. I'm not like I don't plan to like give her a kiss goodbye when she's 16 years old. But it's just I don't think I, however people want to do it like it's I, I there there are people out there that judge people for kissing their kids on the lips and it's like hey you shut up no we we kiss our kids um my son won't yeah. you know he he is not about it at all um he doesn't right. even like my wife giving him a kiss on the forehead or anything anymore right but like he turns it into a game and he try he he actually likes it with her but like i don't try with him because he's yeah. made it very clear so i'm not going to force that forced affection is a bad thing but my daughter will let me kiss her on the cheek but she won't kiss me back she uh yeah. they, they've entered a phase where they won't tell me they love me either i always tell them i've, I've been wow. very adamant but like how old are they uh, my daughter's 11. My son is eight. And for the last couple of years, okay. well, two years ago, I went through a phase where my son like told my wife, I just woke up and I don't like dad anymore. And it was so <laughs> he, sad because he's my I best mean, I'm friend. Sure that, like, I'm like, sure as they age, though, like like they just oh, go through phases. He's, though. Gone, like, yeah, sure. he, he's out of that. He's like, I really like dad. But he, he feels like his love is dedicated to my wife. Like that, yeah. that like, like that's, he feels like he's betraying her. I think my daughter will tell me, you know, I do, but I'm not going to say it. Like she's phased out of being like, she's uncomfortable saying it now, but she will tell me, she's like, yeah. you know, I do, but I just don't want to say it. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I'm never not going to say it to you. You know, were the Cody's kissers at all? Not really. Like I kiss my mom on like the cheek. Like I, I give my mom kisses goodbye. Like when I give her a hug, but it's always like on the cheek. Yeah. And I don't think me and my dad have not kissed since I was young. I don't yeah. think we're not big. Like, we hug. We're big huggers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but. Right. My family was not even a hugger. We were not a demonstrative family at all. And then when my father and I. Uh, Uncle Dick and, and my dad do kiss on the lips every time they see each other. That is a way. <laughs> <it's, it's, it's, laughs> no, no. But but we do hug. Okay. We hug and we didn't always hug. Uh, Uncle Dick and I did not start hugging goodbye and hello until after my father died. Really? Is, yeah. Was the phrase "I love you" a big thing in your household? No, nope. Hmm. Like even with your kids, it is in my household now. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't growing up. My parents were not real demonstrative. I think that was a different time. I think that. I think that's. I think that's very common, though. Like in that time. I mean, not everybody, but like I think it was more common in that time for people to be not as open with that stuff. Maybe right. I'm wrong. I no. I I agree. It uh. It wasn't I, something even we said growing up until. Columbine. Wow. And not not to get too dark, but that it really shook me hearing some people say that 
they you know they knew they loved their loved ones who went to school that day and didn't come back but they right. regretted not saying it that morning and i was like yeah that's not gonna be me and uh, wow. so i brought that home and uh and and ever since like it's a big thing for me to be expressive with yeah. with my love for for anyone in my family so. look at us look how deep we're getting i know this is nice i'm enjoying this conversation i think i'm just gonna call instead of bringing her on zoom i'm just gonna do like the way we do this around here i'm just gonna yeah. call her on speaker on my phone oh, you should and maybe if and- she's not a mouth kisser maybe she'll get pissed off at molly and become a mouth kisser at this happy hour that's i'm, I'm actually <laughs> I, ooh, i'm wondering if, if i should do this what if mom is not happy with this she knows you're, you're confident in this yeah Dad? she knows molly's a mouth kisser okay a lip kisser it only came up because after we left, Molly uh, told mom. Tell me up. Okay. Tell <laughs> me up. Great phrase. I invented that phrase. <laughs> no, I did. Remember that she can't hear you. She might be hammered. Although it'd be early. I think she yeah, just got ever since I had Ever since Graceland has become an, a nightmare, mom is less easy to reach for me. <laughs> yeah. imagine I just that. that i just i just like mom needs to be you know what i'm gonna do this right here publicly mom ever since great and i get it graceland is a lot and i'm sure dad doesn't help a lot and i'm sure it all becomes on mom when you guys watch her but mom has she's she's less easy to reach for me ever since graceland became okay. a handful i'm gonna tell you some something the truth here christopher here we go and and this is between you and i with that you're saying it on the podcast mom well she, she won't listen Mom complains to me, I would say pretty frequently in her stock sentences, the only time I hear from the kids is when they want something. Okay. Your mother and and Michael may be worse about it than you. I'm not parsing blame. I'm not even (laughs) giving blame. I'm just telling you that your mom has that feeling that, you know, if you need something financially or if, if you need a babysitter, then she hears from you. But financially, you, I love that. Like, I mean, you're talking about Michael there, right, whatever. <laughs> but the, the point is, I don't think your mother thinks that she gets a, a call out of the blue from her kids enough where they go, Hey, mom, how you doing? Everything good? How's it going? That's fair. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I did talk to her the other day about something that I just called her to check in on, but that's fine. I do overall, I'm going to take the note. I'm not going to say she's wrong, but you okay. know, it's just. I love that we're doing this on air, by the way. Now let's call her. She didn't answer. Okay. That's right. She probably thinks she's like, I can't, we can't, I'm not babysitting tonight. I'm not, I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be for tonight, but she'd be worried it was for tomorrow night, probably, which it may be, <clears throat> quite frankly. Um, what? Christopher, I, I want to get to this uh, golf outing on the Levitt Chart show in Gowdy. a minute. Yeah, because it was a lot of fun. It was a barrel of laughs. Uh, but first, you told me something on the way that, really made my ears perk up and i want you to re retell the story it it involves you and bowling and a yeah. major beef that you had at the lanes last night yeah meef uh it's the yeah. first time in i think a year and a half i've been weekly bowling and yeah last night was the first time where it, it things got a little heated uh nothing got ever close to physical but there was you know the, the way bowling works is you play against a team and you play three games in a night and in between games, you know, a couple guys on my team may have stepped outside to, you know, smoke and smoke some dope, like, bad mouth of country. No, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't whatever. <laughs> regardless, we're not going <laughs> to, right. It was literally five or six minutes. Every time they do this, by the way, every week, 
And these, this team that we were playing with got very, they were in a hurry, I guess. And they just, they started complaining. And next thing you know, there's uh, some words being exchanged. And then all of a sudden the, the bowling master lady has to come over and like, you know, cool head, make sure everyone, the matey. you know, and, and calm down everybody. And it, it got a little heated. And, and, and what it turned into was us, because they beat us the first game. And it was a bunch, it was four older dudes and they were good. They had lower handicaps than us. So we were getting a lot more pins, but we decided, hey, we want this game. And we kicked their ass the next two games. Like we were, yeah. it's the most fired up I've been playing a sport in years. Cause like, <laughs> wow. Because, because generally I like these weeknight softball games, bowling, I'm going to have fun and socialize. Like I'm not, I'm competitive, but I'm not like, holy shit, if we don't beat this team and, and the blood got flowing. The, the blood was flowing last night with all of us. Like we were standing up high fiving, like, ah, like, like really like chest bumping. Like it was like the most competitive that I felt. Didn't you tell me that you heaved a bowling ball into the bread basket to one of those men? Um, no, I did not <laughs> throw a bowling ball. Okay. Um, I thought bowling Benson, balls were flying like missiles. Alex Benson almost did, but uh, he was not <laughs> in the wrong though. These guys, like he, these guys were dicks and we whooped their ass. The final okay. Games. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the contrarian here because I'm putting my I'm putting myself in the shoes, the bowling shoes of these <laughs> other four gentlemen. And by the way, are bowling shoes still red and black with the white stripe in between or um they're like they're, they're like green black. too sometimes. God Yeah, bring back the red I, and black. I know what you're about shoes. to say. You're about to say that you kind of see what they're saying and like, you know, five minutes is too long, blah blah blah. Yeah, that, you would have fit right in on this team last night. Like, like <laughs> you, you look exactly like they looked. Like, damn you, right I do. You would have been right there. Like, god damn it, these damn whippersnappers! And it's really, it's like, why are you in such a hurry? You're out on a Thursday night with your friends. Right. Like, sit there and enjoy their company for five minutes. It wasn't fifteen minutes. It was like five minutes. There's always a little break in between the games. Like, in the original telling of the story, it was eight minutes, by the way. And so that's too long between games. Here's the other team. They're pumped up. They just won the first game. They just yeah, won the first game. Ga- they it's got called momentum. gamesmanship. It's called gamesmanship. They got momentum on yeah. their side. And you know, and here we, are the young whippersnappers over yeah. here. We called a timeout. We were like, you know yeah. what? We're calling a timeout. You know, there's no called timeouts games, in bowling. Called gamesmanship. That's are what there we did. timeouts in bowling? No, I'm saying we called a timeout like metaphorically with our long okay. break. Like we were trying to throw like we're that we were doing a thing. Okay. I officially throw a flag at your team and side with the other guys for being upset with you. But how about the guts, though, of us to like after this altercation happens, both sides are heated. And who responds? The little punks yeah. that were outside smoking dope. The guys yep. like, yeah, <laughs> you guys are sitting in here all lame. And you know what? We decided, you know what? Bleep you. If you're going to be dicks, we're going to whoop your ass. And we okay. did. And it was right. awesome. We were high fiving <laughs> and chest bumping and. Ah, we were like drinking the whole time and they're just sitting there all bored. Like these guys were just so mean. Like they were just sitting there. It's like loosen up a little bit. Like it was, yeah. It this was not on us. Like I, I know like a lot of people are hearing this is like, sounds like you guys were just a bunch of drunk idiots. It's like, no, yeah. we were just okay. having fun and trying to enjoy our night. And they were just right. like, we're here to have no fun and seriously competitively bowl. That's, that's the yeah. only reason we're here. It's like, sorry. Okay, um, <laughs> brag to people about your high game because it impressed me. I had no idea yeah, you were la- that good. The last game, I bowled a 215 scratch. So, with hey. my handicap, that was like 268. Almost nice. 
uh yeah it was i feel like i used to be a better bowler than you you know, I know but i've been bowling every week for a year i'm getting i'm good okay we're gonna like, resurrect i, I the, literally um, in the second in that game i literally did not have anything open like it was the first time i've ever done that or like i i did i the whole way through there was not okay. one open frame. Like I didn't wow. obviously get all strikes, but I, I cleaned up everything. On uh, on next week's episode, I'm going to introduce a game plan for uh, the Cody Olympics, where we're going to have like a head to head competition in ten or twelve uh, Olympic type. We're going to have to handicap you in like a lot of people. Like <laughs> what what, what are you, Dad? I'm going to that. This is going to be bad for you. We should do this because no. I, I literally think I'll win twelve and zero. Like I no. don't think you can beat me in anything anymore. I I can make more free throws than you. Oh, no, you can't. Oh, come on. Yeah, this is good. I like this bit. Write this okay. down, Yeti. Let's do this. <clears throat> We're going to do that next week. Um, speaking of bits, uh, I want to give Girdle one more try. I know you guys. No, no. Yeah, you guys no, hate me for this. This is such a bad idea. It, it, so okay, bad. here. Look. Did you, play, admit, did you play Wordle? I played did Wordle. Did you play Wordle? Yeah, I played Wordle three times <laughs> since <laughs> <Me> then. <too. laughs> and, and gotten it correct two out of three, quite frankly. Um and I've learned a couple of things from last week. Number one, I had the game all wrong. Why wouldn't you have researched <laughs> this before? I want to okay. have a minute conversation on the lack of prep. That like, right. I get it. It's funny, girdle, but like that's the all the thought you put into it. Yeah, and not only that, I misspelled girdle. It should be spelled G E R D, and I spelled it G I, like the uh, the the girdle. Gird your loins. Wears. Yeah, yeah. Or, or gir- wearing a girdle. But yeah, G-E-R-D to play on your whole gird condition that you have claimed to have. Uh, so last week I said it was it was a six-letter word that you had five chances to get. It should be a five-letter word that you have six chances to get. Okay. Okay. And and I was under the impression that you only gave one letter at a time like that other game there, um, Wheel of, <laughs> Wheel of uh, Fortune. Fortune. Yeah. But you do give a whole word at a time, it turns out. Yes. So, like um, I said. <clears throat> And I, I know I was wrong too because I didn't. I thought it was six letters, but like it, okay. I had the rules of the game nailed. Okay, this time we have it correct. So I want you to both play this game, and uh, I have two word two uh, words in front of me, and I want you both to try to. So guess. we're just playing Wordle. We've like there's right. nothing different about this to make this Wordle. We're playing. Like, wordle I mean, this is right Wordle. Now. Oh, so we're not playing Girdle. We're playing Girdle. I, I I'm yeah confused. No, it's Girdle. It's Greg Cody's wordle girdle. You seem very. You seem disheveled all of a sudden. What happened? No, I'm. I'm. I got my paperwork here. This is exciting. Thank okay. you for holding up the paper when you okay, said that. Say a five letter word. Say a five letter word, and we'll get underway. I wish I can remember these words. Witty told me there's like, there's words that are the most that are the smartest to guess first based off that of they have a lot of. Yeah, it's typical. Witty would say that. All right, who's turn? Is um, this is Chris's word. Yeah, Christopher, go ahead. Give me a five letter word. Um, I'm going to give you a five letter word right now. And it is glove G L O V E. Okay. You have, uh, you have two letters correctly, but neither in the right order. All right. Which letters you have the L and the O. Okay. Um, what was the word I picked? Glove 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 glove. Yeti, help me out here. What do we got? All right, so we have an L and O. Neither in the correct location. Right. And we've already used... And we can edit this to uh, cut out most of the dead air. (laughs) G-L... 
this may not be a great game for a podcast. Yeah. No, we tried telling you this last week. <laughs> My God, Dad, like, All right, let's, let's, why let's, is this fun? Like, let's just let's just tough through this one word, and then we'll. Okay, go. thank you. Oh no, Dad, we were gonna do both. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, um, thank you. All right, a word with an L and O in it uh, that Five doesn't letters. have a G, uh, a V, or an E. Um, You're on your second word of five. Um, <laughs> well, you guys are surprisingly bad at this game. Let's just do, all right, Lotto. L-O-T-T-O? Yeah, I know that there's two O's, whatever. Just Okay. It's so hard to do when you're not looking. Okay, you um, you already had the L and the O. There's no T's, and, and there's a second O. Are they in the right spot this time? There now? are two are O's? The s- there are two O's. Okay, there's two O's. Lobos. N- Lobos is correct. Ah, there he <laughs> goes. The Thank you for ending our misery. Why? I am such an idiot for not knowing. <laughs> as soon as we got L and O, like, I am a moron. I guarantee okay. you there's so many people listening to this podcast right now that were shouting, Lobos! <laughs> no, I, it's, like, I can't believe Yeti and I missed that. Like, we're usually, we usually speak either. Greg Cody. Like, that's on Yeti and I, honestly, for yeah, not for knowing real. Lobos as soon as we heard L and O. I was so sure that you guys were going to guess Lobos right out the gate. That's You're so the only stupid. I had a... This is the bit. that It's a word that's... that you would say. Okay. okay. Uh, the next one is mints. That's the next one. <laughs> no, it should be, but it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would like to do. I would like to do one more word. Do you mind? Oh, Can now it? you're feeling confident with it. All of a sudden, yeah, I feel great. All okay, right. guess another five-letter word that isn't Lobos. Um, white. Uh, white. You have one correct letter. It is not in the right order. What? What letter? Is that letter. It's E. Okay. okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Le- le- uh, I'm just going to go see if you're playing extra tricky with us with last week's word and just go Nelly. Uh, that is incorrect. That six. Isn't that six? Yeah, that's um, Nelly. Is, oh, yeah. Last week was a six yeah. letter thing. What yeah. is the, what, so what was the first word count. I said? What was the first word I said? White. White. Um, you guys can't think of a single. No, I'm leaving all I'm leaving all this in just so you can sit in the pain of how terrible this is. As <laughs> no, I want you to edit out the dead air. You guys got to say a word and then mean it. Dad, we're trying to do the strategic. The whole point of this game we, we is can't thinking see. like we can't. We don't have no visuals on this. Like I'm trying to think. Of, Dad, I'm trying to think of a, a, a word with E in it that doesn't have W-H-I or T in it. Like I'm trying right. to think of like it's glove. G-L-O-V-E. Okay. No G. No L. No O, no V. That was a total Oops, wrong one on you. Okay, well now you still I know have that, the E. Okay, none of those letters are in there. Now I need have even more letters that I need to figure out a word that that doesn't like. This is going to take this as you go further on. This takes longer to think of. Um, you want me to give you a hint? A free letter? Yes. P is yes. in Paul, and there okay. are two of them. So stupid. <laughs> what do you mean? I just gave you a hint. Fantastic. Hint. App- Apple. A P P L E. Um, you have the two P's and the A and the E. So it's everything except the L. Are any of yep. them and in the not, correct location? Well, are any of them in the correct location? Um, the mid, the one of the P's is the the P in the middle, which is the, the third, third or fourth P in letter. Is in the right is in the the third letter P, P. is in the right order. If you could punch someone through Zoom right now, man, would I do it? <laughs> So, in other words, you're only missing one letter. 
Are you typing this out, Yeti? I am. I'm lost. I'm trying to think where we're at. So we have, we know that there's a P, the third letter's a P, and we know that all the letters are A, P, P, E. Correct. Okay. Um, it must start with a P. Where else would a P be in the word if it's not? Paper. Correct. Paper, Paper is the right word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just to prove I'm being correct. I was like, where else paper. would a P be? Where else could a P be in that word other than the fourth letter? Yeah, with Chris <laughs> oh, with Chris saying it was the first letter. That was, That's right. That one did it. Now, how much fun was that? Not uh, at zero. all. Let's retire that game and go to a commercial yeah, seriously. break. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> right, right, I, I got it out of my system. During the I commercial break, again. during the commercial yeah. break, I'm going to drive over to your house and I'm going to <laughs> just pour chocolate milk on you. Okay. <laughs> Bring it because I don't have any chocolate milk in the house. Cody keeps coughing when he speaks. And that has us all concerned. His health outlook is bleak. Hacking up a lot when Greg Cody talks his constant choking and wheezing. Back in my day, we'd send those people away. It won't be long, I fear that he will stop breathing. Coffin, we all know. But listen and subscribe to the Greg Cody Show. You'll never know when Greg Cody's hacks, coffin breath will be leaving. Back in my day, there'd be a hospital stay. <laughs> that's it yeah that's good that was good that's that was surprisingly good and say who that was thank you to mayor matt uh the mayor of cartersville georgia matt santini thank you for sending that in and uh i will tell you that the thing that that put that one over the edge for me to say okay we got we need to hear this is when he when he threw in the line so effortlessly the the subscribe and, and listen to the great yeah. Cody show oh like, yeah that's, he that's knows who, he knows his audience he knows yeah, his audience. No, that's, that's, uh, that was very impressive now let me get this straight this is the actual mayor of an actual uh city yeah, it's the town. It's the city. Uh, the town where uh, uh, Cartersville, right? Where um, Trevor Lawrence grew up and played high, and played football. The mayor actually called every one of his high school football games. Wow, that's pretty impressive. I'm I'm just I'm just picturing a situation where his mayoral duties are derelict because he's too busy writing a song. <laughs> is that a possibility? You know, the, the, I, I picture the volunteer fire department yeah, is on coughing. strike, but he Carter. can't get to it because you know, he's in the <laughs> studio he's <laughs> singing a song about me. Well, lucky, lucky for the town. It's, it's kind of a sleepy town. So lucky for okay. them. He, he has a little bit of time. Somebody, somebody busts into the town hall and, right. and they're like, you can't go in there. He's in a meeting and they bust in anyways. And he's like, Greg Cody's calling. <laughs> There's a cat stuck in a tree. Back in my day. My day. Uh, that's right. Crime is spiking. The flames are rising in Carterville. 
But the mayor is locked in his office composing a song about me. No, it's great. Uh, mayor Matt, honestly, thank thank you. That was uh, that was quite an you honor. You can't go in there. He's in a meeting. You never know. <laughs> that was truly great. That was wonderful. I, By the way, we encourage those kind of things. If anybody wants to um, send in any music like that, um, please do, because... Uh, we love music. And speaking of music. And if you want um, Yeti to produce it, just reach out to him. Shut up. Oh, yeah. I will not. Yeah, he's got plenty of free time. <laughs> we, all, we all have Yeti. a price. We all have a price. Let's say that. <laughs> um, speaking of music. The mayor brought me a cake to my house. So <laughs> I run across on the internet uh, a list of the top 50 funeral songs. Um, <laughs> and and I, I wish I could. What were you I Googling? Yeah, You know, it, it's one of these things where you click on something and then. All of a sudden, it, it encourages you to fall down a rabbit hole, which I do. And so the 50 most popular funeral songs, I would have thought, I'm not going to read the whole list, obviously. I'm just going to yeah, go through it and read a, a few songs that interest me, and then I'll tell you what's number one. But number 50, I thought was going to be way, way high, and it's My Way by Sinatra. That was barely made the list. Um, Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler. Uh, mm-hmm. w- wonderful world what a wonderful world tears in heaven one of the most awful songs in history um <laughs> my favorite song which yeti mocked on the air dance with my father's that my father that made the list um knocking on heaven's door that's gonna make it just because the word heaven is in it you right, know what right, i mean right. um always on my mind uh somewhere over the rainbow by judy garland stairway to heaven again only because the word heaven is in it is, um, is Happy by Pharrell Williams in there? I think it might have been, actually. Hmm. Uh, I didn't what? write down all 50. <laughs> I, I was doing that as a joke. <laughs> no, I think it was, actually. You know, because nowadays, it, it's it, nowadays they're not sad funerals. They're celebrations of life. You, know, <laughs> you should do it back they're... in my day on that. <laughs> you know, back in my day, death was bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm going to blatantly rip off that idea <laughs> for my next back of my day. So I look forward to that. What about the uh, song? Oh, happy day. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, pro- that probably is on there, too. No, I, I don't remember seeing that. Sinead O'Connor compares to you. Be happy. <laughs> um, but guess what was number one? I got one. Go ahead. Only the good die young. <laughs> you know, that's 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 a good song for that list. And did not make it. The number one song was the great uh, Leonard Cohen song, Hallelujah. Oh, my God. That's a good one. The version, no. the version by I like Jeff, that song. I do, too. The version by Jeff Buckley made it. Uh, I've heard so many versions of that song. My favorite is uh, Katie Lang did a great, great version of that song. I despise that song. Okay, why? Wow. Yeah, you're very just, judgmental it, about it. I songs. think it's just because it's overdone so much. Like yeah. it, it, It's used in so... In, and nobody pays attention to the actual words. It's there is nothing religious in that. You know, it, right. it, it talks about you know David. You know, you know, uh, uh, seeing you know the uh, Bathsheba. I think someone you know, bathing on the roof, sending her husband off to war to the front lines to get killed so he can take her as his own as his own lady. You right. know, things like that. Like like it's a beautiful metal- melody, and it really can resonate. But it's so overdone. And, yeah. and that that's where it gets to me. It, like as a song in general, not bad, but it's just so it's just it's just too overdone. Right. I agree with that. And it, it's also, as you mentioned, it, it's a, uh, a secular song. It's not a religious song. And, and, and it doesn't have to be a religious song at a funeral by any means. It's just it's a secular song. 
<laughs> more like a succular. Yeah. And so I was like, baby. But yeah, I think I think people only hear the hallelujah and really, oh, that's a pretty song. Exactly. And they think they can just apply this. You know, that, that they think I think they misinterpret. Yeah. And and, and the, the intent right. for it. No, I agree. A lot of people think it's it's like a Christmas carol almost. But it's actually a, a lament about love lost, which I guess would make it appropriate for a funeral. I don't know. But anyway, um, Christopher, I don't imagine that you have given a, a moment's thought to what song would be played at your funeral. If if one was to imagine you choreographing your own funeral. I don't know. Let's go to Yeti first. I, mean, I have to think about this. I have. Okay. And I actually have a story about my dad's passing that you could trample all over if you wanted to. Um, you know. Okay. But no, um, when I was in my 20s, I became the, kind of weirdly obsessed with my death. And uh, it was it was funny. Like, not like I was looking forward to it, but like I, I would. I, uh, this is when I still had a band and I thought maybe we'd do some stuff. And I was like, I want there to be this big concert after my funeral, you know. And like at the graveside and it was just really dumb, way out of the box <laughs> thinking, but it was fun to kind of walk down that path and like, but it was cheesy as hell, but like it, two, I don't remember all the songs I would have wanted played except for two. I definitely wanted George Harrison's all things must pass. Um, just, I love the message in that song. It's beautiful. And then fish has a song called dirt. And, um, it says, you know, shout your name into the wind. And when you ever think of me, kneel down and kiss the earth. That's really narcissistic, though. I, I wouldn't have that today. But in the moment, that really resonated with me. It's yeah. a it's a beautiful song. Right. But my dad, actually, and on his tombstone, this was that my mom knocked this out of the park. One of my dad's favorite songs was, um, and my dad was not into pop culture at all. He could only tell you a couple of popular songs. He didn't know anything about the Beatles, really. He was just happy that I liked them instead of Nirvana. Or when I when my obsession for Nirvana shifted to my obsession for the Beatles, he was just happy for that because they were less noisy. But um, he uh, most he he liked contemporary like church artists. That was kind of his thing. But chartists, he, any <laughs> chartists. That's right. Speaking of chartists, the big game seventy one on on Billboard. Excellent work. Wow. Keep listening to it. Let's bump those numbers up. Um, but uh, but he loved Three Dog Nights, Joy to the World. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Dun, dun, dun. And so that actually on his tombstone, when mom had that made up, she had this the 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 treble clef for for the music notes, and had has that melody on on his his tombstone. It was nice. awesome. She didn't tell me what it was either. She sent me the picture, and I went over to the piano and and hammered out. I'm like. That's perfect. That is like the the greatest accomplishment she's ever done was picking the. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Forget raising seven kids. You know, we we sang that at his bedside right before we pulled the plug. We were singing, you know, joy to the world, all the boys and girls, yeah. joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea, and yeah. uh, you know, Dad's favorite drink was root beer. His favorite food was fried chicken. So I kind of threw in some of those words as we were as we you know I, I replaced some of the words. Yeah. Um. And uh. And he loved Elvis's "I Can't Help Falling in Love with You." So while we oh, didn't yeah. have a concert at his funeral or anything while we were at his bedside we're all most of the people in the family are musical and so we were all singing you know elvis's i can't help falling in love with you and even who he didn't write it but you know his performance of that and uh (laughs) and joy to the world um by three dog night it was really really beautiful it was an awesome way to send him off and uh and it was cool so that's if if we did that at my dad's funeral that's what those that's what we would have done cool when, when my dad's, you know, someday, if he's ever in this spot, like if I have to be at his bedside, I'll just have a thing of salt. <laughs> just a salt shaker pouring it out, yeah. pour it all over just, me. That's just to thing. be like, dad, this is, this is what happened here. No, I think yeah. my song would be Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. <laughs> you are 
<laughs> my fire, <laughs> the one desire. And, and then it would close with InSync's Bye Bye Bye. That's it. <laughs> okay. Um, my, uh, my funeral song would be uh, the one we just heard from Mayor we didn't Matt. Ask you. We didn't ask you, by the way. Oh, that no, song by Mayor Matt. That'd be good. Yeah, it's true. But, why, Chris? Uh, is it too close? <laughs> yeah, it's let's yeah. tell me though. I'm taking like taking notes. No, you got you got time to uh get me. I want a gold plated salt shaker. If you're gonna do that, you gotta do it right. What's right. the salt um, joke? Is that something you're able to share? It's just uh I have always said that, you know, I always make fun. My dad puts salt on everything. And that I the joke that I have with him is that I like when when I give his eulogy, I have to say something about salt. Like it, like he, it won't be a proper Greg Cody goodbye unless, like, I might like open the casket up, put a salt shake shaker in there. Yeah, even yeah. though he wants to be, even though he wants to be cremated. But uh, anyways, yeah, we actually did um, that with um, my dad. Uh, our family swimming hole up in North Florida. We got some sand and water in a, a little thing. Put that in with him. That was pretty cool. I think oh. I think I'll salt. I will salt your ashes. <laughs> like once you're in the in the urn. Yeah, like I picture the urn will be like above a fireplace in our dining room, like in sure. meet the Fockers. Yeah, and I and, and and I will then want every every Christmas pour a little salt into into the urn. Yeah, Greg, were you able Please. to speak at your at your parents' funeral, Greg? They didn't really have funerals. Yeah, neither one of them uh, had a funeral. By the time they died, there were they didn't have a lot of like friends. It was really just us. Yeah, yeah it's, they, they they both died so old that uh, they had outlived everybody, and you know um, that kind of thing. Do you, but, do you shake um, your fist and say, I won all you bastards. I outlived every like, yeah, right? like I wonder, I wonder how that'll go. I, I doubt I'll do that with any of my friends, but who knows? I'd like to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd well, like outlive most of my friends. And all right, yeah. dad, let's play this golf video so we can get the hell out of here. We've taken a, a dark turn with this. Um, I do want to say my uh, song that I always think of as a funeral song for me, only because we're recording this on Friday, which happens to be uh, Elton John's 75th birthday. And he's one of my favorites. And he has an obscure song that was never anywhere close to a hit called Curtains. And I'd like to uh, I'd like that song to be played. I thought you wanted Lonely Cruise by what, by, what was it? Oh, uh, Lovely Jimmy Cruise Buffett? by, Lovely by Cruise. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. 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 Well, that can <laughs> be like the walk up music. If you had to choose, would you prefer a concert or a, or a Greg Cody roast? <laughs> I mean, the roast is going to happen no matter what. I mean, a coast. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'll, I'll leave that to, to my, uh, surviving loved ones. I, I, I don't want to get involved in kinfolk in that much choreography, but, um, uh, on a happier note, we had a boffo time on the golf course today and, and Christopher, I want you to, uh, describe why the hell we were there. It had something to do with a bottle of booze. Uh, I, I couldn't quite keep it straight. Well, it had to do with Max Homa, the PGA tour golfer who has won three right. times on the tour. He, along with our show partnered with. Elijah Craig, which is a bourbon um, brand, uh, a delicious one, and very good. We went out, and we went out and we filmed our golf round, and we were, it was seven of us from the Levitard show playing a scramble. So it's if you know anything about golf and scrambles, that's it's not hard to score well when you have seven people taking every shot. So uh, even though we had some people out there that weren't that good, um, but we played well, and we you know we beat Homa's ass. Because Homa shot two over in the round, whatever round they were tracking for this competition, so that was our score to beat two over, and we went three under. 
damn which right is we pretty, did. pretty easy when you have a damn good golfer like myself and Stugatz is also good and my dad had some good shots. Um, like it's going to be hard to not break even. So what, we, we what were, about Smitty? She was online bragging that you that y'all, y'all were using a lot of her drives. Oh no no, Smitty. Well, yeah, she played from the women's tees and she was crushing them. So like a few times, we definitely played her drive. She, you could tell Smitty had played before. Like everybody else, uh, like uh, the Billies, the Roys, the Tonys, <laughs> they're very raw. Like you oh could tell God. that these guys have not played full <laughs> rounds before. Like you look at Jess play and you're like, okay, she's. She's definitely played golf before. Yeah, um, Billy is sneaky good. I think if Billy really worked at it, Billy's got a nice smooth stroke. Um, I, I want to take some of the smoothness from Billy's stroke and put it over to Roy because Roy swings very hard. Oh my and god! He almost, he almost killed our camera guy like three times because <laughs> the angles that Roy can create, where balls are like shooting like in like at a whatever the angle is, like it's supposed to be going out towards the fairway and it's going towards the golf carts over here. Oh, yeah. I'm a slice our factory. Poor, our, our poor, our poor, but that's the slice is different. A slice is hitting it out into the general direction of the fairway and then it just slices <laughs> to the right. That's a normal thing. Oh. I'm talking about Roy hitting it like at like a 45 degree angle from where he's aiming. Like <laughs> it just like where we're standing. It's just like, people aren't safe. You're not safe around Roy unless you're no. like directly behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Cause he just is swinging so rapid and so hard that his clubs fly everywhere. So he can yeah. like drill a ball. Like he'll, he'll hit the best drive of his life, but just the complete opposite direction of where he was aiming. Right. His, his swing is so fast. It's violently fast. You hear like, a, <laughs> Every single time Roy swings, and it's, yeah. more, it's supposed to be more like, like nice, and it's supposed to be like fluid, like a whoosh. Yeah, yeah, he's fun to watch. Um, I hope we can hear some of that but, on the audio. But, but we 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 did a after the round. My dad did that thing where we were all enjoying a lunch, and he just walked around kind of like he did at High Lie, where he just shoved at Mike and someone. Hey, you were there today. Talk about it. He did that <laughs> thing. So we have that. Let's play that for the folks. All right. Four. The Great Cody Show we had a golf outing today up at Parkland. Country Club, hosted by Stu Gotts. It was a Levitard show crowd, and uh, we're uh, we're so excited because Greg, Greg, Greg Cody and I, and Chris Cody, both had uh, a birdie. Roy Bellamy had a birdie. That's why his new nickname is Roy Birdamy. And we're now about to um, interview people who were there. And <laughs> I'm not being awkward. Christopher, let's start with you. Oh. Oh. What do you have to say? You had a birdie. How's that make you feel? What are we doing right now? We're, it's it's part of the show. We're, yeah. we're doing a thing. What do you got? What show? Uh, what show? Yeah, I don't know. You just have a phone it, in my it, it, It's already been introduced off air, the Greg Cody Show podcast with Greg Cody. You did it off air? Yeah. Tell me about your goddamn birdie. <laughs> we, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. I, I'm in this show a lot, so you should probably go around to other people. Yeah. And, like, you know. Billy, what do you have to say for yourself? Hey, Greg. How's it going? It's going well. How are you doing? Thank you for having me on the show, by the way. Thank you. It's an honor. It's an, the honor is mine. I think it's my second time on. I feel like you were uh, the underrated star of today's game. You, uh, I, I, People were saying that your ball striking was unbelievably solid. Thank you. Yeah? I appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate the people I saying think, that. I think if Billy worked on his game, he could be a, a good golfer. An average golfer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no doubt. I strive for average. Yeah. Jess, how would you analyze your performance today? I had a few good drives. Yeah. My medium range game was atrocious, mm. but that's where I've always known I need the most work. Right. Short game, not bad. 
not amazing, but you know, overall, I give myself like a B plus for yeah. a day, better than I thought I'd be. To be honest, I haven't played in a while, so. I heard you trash talking and saying that you were uh, not even in the bottom five of worst golfers. I think that that's fair. Wow. Uh, from this crew, rank yeah. everyone. Rank yeah. everyone. I rank, would rank, rank probably Chris Stugatz, Greg. Mm. And then it's really just a tie for the bottom. I would say I would say I'm probably next, then Billy, and then Roy, and then Tony, and then Lewis. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, Them's fighting words. Them's wow. fighting words. I don't know. Was I wrong? Someone, no, no, someone no. argue with me. No, I could right. do my top five. Top you four. Uh, like, yep. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye, Greg. Sugats is the uh, pa- Hello, Greg. Do you the, top five Elijah? He's the patriarch of, uh, of this know, event. I don't know more than one Elijah. Elijah Wood. Good luck, Elijah. Hello, Greg. Sorry about that. Hey, no problem. What's going on? We're doing a thing here. I can't name five Elijahs. I'll be honest with you. I can't either. Thank you for hosting us at. Parkland Country Club. Uh, you are welcome. It's always my pleasure to have you and your son and uh, all the entire crew here from the show. We had a great time. I played like shit, but it doesn't matter because we had Chris. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like I, mean, I finally I found the lazy way to, to even play golf. Yeah, is to have your it's son drive for me, and then we'll do the rest. It's perfect. <laughs> yes. And the Cody's accounted for sixty-six point seven percent of all birdies today, but I don't want to like who's keeping I actually track. Had it higher. Really? I, I thought it was eighty-four percent. Right, That's that right. Yes. Yeah, that was a par putt, Billy. Yes. But you know who did have a birdie? This man. <laughs> this guy right here. Roy Birdemy. How's that make you feel, Roy? It, uh, I had a terrible day today, but to close the show with that birdie, that, uh, that one was special. It. Yeah. Roy yes. almost killed... Uh, why, why, why you gotta bring it up? Why, why you gotta bring that up? I'm actually, over here trying to have a positive yeah. moment. That's You're right. trying to bring me down. Dad, come here. Actually, I have a good story for you. Okay, oh, hang on just a second. I tell you, Roy Bellamy's driving a Mustang, getting a birdie. Life is good. Oh, yeah. That's for Boy sure. He did something I've never seen done before. He hit a ball in the water on the putting green. <laughs> yeah, he did. He flew the green. <laughs> I was standing two feet from his right on the driving range, and he hit me. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> yeah. With the ball? In the leg. Yeah. In the leg. <laughs> if, if the tee box was home plate, he hit a lot of balls into the dugout. Yeah. I'll tell you that. But um, that kind of That's thing. That's it. That kind of thing. Yeah, I'm hey. Elijah Craig, Greg, huh? I tell you what, Elijah Craig Bourbon. The father. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, I had never heard of Elijah Craig Bourbon before today. It's now my favorite bourbon. Really? Yeah, it really is. We're gonna cut that part. No, it's great. I mean you know, it, it, it they could sponsor us, we come cheap. You know. Send us a couple of bottles and call it a day, am I right? All right. Thanks everybody. Let's get back to whatever the hell we're doing. See ya. Okay, golf was fun. Christopher, give us a quick update on the Cesta Cyclones. When do you play next? Uh, <laughs> I love like that. It's like as if I'm playing. I'm so in on this right now. I watched. Uh, I was watching on Twitch the other day. They the the, the match after because when we were there, they went six and zero. Oh. They went five and one. In uh, wait, I'm having a moment right now. They went four and one in uh last week like their next one so they're on a fire right now the Cessna Cyclones wow. they play this Monday when the podcast drops today they play at 5 p.m. Uh, you can watch it on Twitch I'm going to be watching it but Yeti you experienced High Life for the first time uh, what are your thoughts as someone who like had no, no knowledge of it before seeing the Cessna Cyclones yeah I had never seen it before I turned it on the on the High Life uh, app there's a High Life Network app and, and yeah. they broadcast it and it was really cool and so I think the I, I really enjoyed it. The broadcasters did a good job of, of 
of keeping the game not too dumbed down, but like I could understand I, you know, explaining kind of what things meant. They were using right. a lot of terms that you know that that I had never heard before. So I did a quick Wikipedia search and found out what. But you got it? a gist of it, like yeah. after watching, like you kind of figured it out. It's kind of like tennis, right? I feel like tennis is the biggest comp. So yeah, it has a similar. I, I like the one-on-one strategy, like man versus man strategy that you have in yeah. tennis, or like a pitcher's duel, like like a pitcher against a batter. It had you know some of that. You have to use skill and guile. And uh, and think okay, and set up your next shot as you're taking this shot. And, that, and that look, if you look really one cool. way, you can get and you can get them running in a direction. There's a lot of like manipulating them. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the, there are a couple of yeah. fakes that Manny did that I, when the, the broadcasters were great at calling that out. Oh, he did a fake there. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have known that that was a fake, but now I can watch for it the next time. Yeah. And Manu has like that soft throw, like where all yeah. of a sudden when they're deep. Oh, like, the fact that you can do a uh, yeah, you can do a drop shot. I was because yeah. because I loved. Okay, it reminded me growing up. I used to pretend to play tennis on my side, the side wall of my house. We had a brick wall, and I would yeah. just serve Agassi, Yeti, Agassi, Yeti, <laughs> Yeti. Woods could be a tennis name. Like that sounds like I could picture Yeti. Yeti charges the net. Would you do drop shots on yourself? I would try. Would you do drop shots. Yeah, yeah. I would try to, and, but I never played tennis. Like you caught yourself sleeping, huh? And you got yeah, your, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, maybe, maybe the judge would call interference if the the rock a ball would hit a rock a, a funny way. But anyway, that's. Uh, but highlight had a. It reminded me a lot of that. It put me in that scenario, and it was fun to watch. And that Manny match, that was so intense. The the yeah. the announcer said when it, he was down five two in one of the sets, they said, "Don't be surprised if Manny makes a comeback. He is completely yeah. able to do this." And then next thing you know. Then he he scored the next four points and then scored the next six to round could out you, the match. Did you hear our like crowd going wild during the match? I was too busy going wild. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah! And I, I fu- yeah. when he got that last point and I pumped my fist yeah. and uh and and so and my son was there watching with me. It was a cool little thing. And uh, my wife was of course completely bored by the whole thing. Wow, this looks boring. I'm like, but Chris is the owner. Damn right. <laughs> And uh, he so wins, we it, all win. It, it was a, it was a cool experience. I yeah. I, re- I really enjoyed I, it. I'm going to watch more. I'm totally blown away by how into this I am. I knew that I was going to kind of, you know, be into it, but I'm all in on this. Absolutely. Dad, it's your it's your podcast, Dad. You can talk. Pod family, thanks uh, again for joining us. Uh, check out the emergency episode we did a few days ago on the Dolphins blockbuster deal for Tyree Kill. We didn't talk much sports this episode, but that covers us on that huge story. And we will see you all next week. Blockbuster deal for Tyreek Hill. Ah, someone's spitballing. <laughs> That's there a good you go. one.